The IBS healing plan confirms that IBS is real and shows you the many ways you can successfully deal with your symptoms, working with or without the help of your doctor. Because there is no wonder drug for IBS, those who have the condition often try all sorts of therapies for relief. This audiobook sorts through all the available remedies and outlines only the best and most effective ones. In short, it presents a practical, holistic approach to the condition that will help you or a loved one, if you are listening to this audiobook for someone else, leave the wind, pain and strain and other problems down there behind for good. Chapter 1 What is IBS? Jack, 47 I was diagnosed with IBS about two years ago. Like most of us, I have had both good days, bad days and truly foul days. About three months ago, I had a lunch meeting with a client from out of town. Things felt good business-wise and IBS-wise and after the lunch, I headed back to my car to drive to my office I felt the familiar IBS discomfort, but it was mild, and knowing that my office was only a ten-minute drive away, I thought it would be fine. It wasn't. After five minutes in the car, the traffic came to an unexpected halt. I was at a standstill for about ten minutes, and I started to wish I had used the loo at the restaurant. I put the radio on, and heard that there had been an accident close by, and there would be delays of up to thirty minutes. I knew I didn't have thirty minutes. I decided to drive up the wrong side of the road so that I could take a right turn that would take me to another street, which led to my office. What I didn't know was that three cars behind me there was a police motorbike, and the next thing I knew was that there were red flashing lights in my rear-view mirror. I pulled over, and, squirming with embarrassment, told the policewoman that I wouldn't normally break the law like that, but I have IBS, and I have to find a loo. Sadly, she was not sympathetic, and wrote out a ticket for an illegal turn. By the time she had handed it to me, it was too late. My pants were full, and I had stained the car seat. I had no choice but to call the office and say I needed the rest of the day off. Tracy, 29 I became nervous about my bowel symptoms when a friend of mine was diagnosed with colon cancer. I don't know what symptoms she was having but it got me very concerned. I went to my doctor, and he did a thorough examination and asked me a lot of questions. He said that my symptoms were very similar to those of people who have irritable bowel syndrome. I asked him how he could be sure without doing any tests. He said that he couldn't be absolutely sure, but that he was confident that I didn't have anything more serious. I told him that I really was concerned, and that I would feel better if we did some tests. So I am doing some home treatment and going in next week for some tests. Even if they don't show anything, I know that I will rest easier. Linda, 33. My daughter and I were renting a holiday cottage by the beach, which had only one bathroom. She was in the bathroom when I had to go. I had to use the cat's litter tray, as I had forgotten to bring along my porter potty. While on holiday, I made so many trips to the bathroom that my daughter thought I had taken up residence there. At one point, while in the bathroom, I started to think about potty as an Olympic event, with styles of rolling the toilet paper and styles of wiping and toilet dismount. 
Seriously, though, IBS has ruined my holiday and ruins most of my outings when I have to tear through places to get to the toilet. Mark, 18. I'm 18 in a few months' time, and since having IBS, I've seen myself deteriorate very fast. The first time I got constipated, it was so bad, I had to go to the hospital to have suppositories put up me. It was so embarrassing, and really painful. It felt like I had years full of waste inside of me that needed to come out, but wouldn't. I was given strong painkillers and anti-sickness tablets to help with me being sick every time I strained on the toilet. When I went home, I did manage to go to the toilet, but I wasn't going much, and it was painful. I always left the toilet weaker and more fragile than when I went in. Then my second attack came, worse than my first. I hadn't been able to go for a week, and the cramping was excruciating. I had no energy.